0: Dude, we are going to energise the country. We need to wake up and smell the coffee. The
1: independence case is a powerful one.
0: Another future is possible, but we've got to fight for it. Order! Hello and welcome to the Debated Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Will. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Dominic Jones, who is a Labour person running to be Labour's candidate for the South Yorkshire mayoralty. He's going to be hopefully gaining uh, Labour's nomination to be Mayor of South Yorkshire and then hopefully uh, win. So welcome to the podcast, Dominic.
1: Nice to meet meet you, Will, and nice to be here. It's a real privilege to be able to kind of uh, share my story and share my vision uh, and um, really looking forward to our discussion today.
0: Absolutely. And it's fantastic to have you here, Dominic. So the first question that I'd like to ask is, What was it that made you decide that you wanted to stand to be Labour's candidate for the mayor of South Yorkshire?
1: There wasn't a kind of a a single eureka moment, um, but I always kind of had my eye on the role uh, in the sense that devolution could bring a lot of benefits uh, to a lot of areas in the country. uh, But South Yorkshire needs devolution, uh, South Yorkshire needs Labour. Uh, and South Yorkshire needs kind of a vision for the future, which is positive. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, as as a young person, uh, I'm 20 years old, uh, one of the youngest candidates to ever run run for the uh, Metro Mayor position. I thought, you know what, I'll throw my heart into the ring. I'll step up to the plate uh, and I'll uh, make sure that the, the interests of young people and future generations are at the heart of this campaign. And hopefully uh, I'm kind of doing that. We'll see what happens where I go with it, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm in. I'm in the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a loud voice, and hopefully, uh, it it can pay off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned um, your your youth there, and that is obviously something that um, people will note in relation uh, to your campaign. Is it something that has come up at all in discussions, either in a positive or or negative light?
1: Uh, I- I'm going to say it's come up in a positive light. People love it. It's it's kind of a breath of fresh air for for the Labour Party in South Yorkshire, but also for the campaign. I mean, um I don't want to go on a rant about saying that politics is kind of full of old, you know, white, middle-aged <laughs> men, um, because because we know that there is. But there's also some fantastic work going off. Um, I don't think there is. Uh, an old middle-aged, middle-class white man in this race. Um, but there are, you know, not enough younger people, there's um, not enough uh, ethnic minorities, um, and there's two women, which is great, fantastic. I really do hope they make the shortlist and hope to kind of diversify the campaign. But the, the interests of young people don't need to be at the heart of this because we you know we're here now, uh, but we'll also be here in the future. You know, we grow up uh, and future generations as well. So we need to make sure that, that this positive future that I'm aiming to build in South Yorkshire um, The the debate around that is shaped by what young people need and what future generations need. So I kind of thought, well, you know, I can bring that to the
0: debate and hopefully I'm doing that. Mm, Absolutely. Um, So in in terms of your your broad vision, we'll get into some um, policy uh, specifics a bit later. But in terms of your broad vision, what do you see as your role if you were to gain Labour's nomination and then to win the election? What would you see as your vision for South Yorkshire? going forward from when uh you would be elected if you if you are elected
1: yeah so my, my vision um naturally is positive um south yorkshire has so much good going for it but there is untapped potential now we should sing the praises of the region there's so much going for it we were the heart of the mining uh, industry um we have the steel city and the steel town of rotherham and uh, mm-hmm. we- that there is four areas of South Yorkshire, each with their own kind of identity. And we have the, the rail, the heart of the rail industry in, in Doncaster, but actually there's so much going for it in terms of the next step. It can move up again, you know, things like the advanced manufacturing center in Rotherham. Uh, we've got so much uh, entrepreneurship going off in Barnsley, some fantastic uh, independent small businesses in Doncaster and, and Sheffield. And there's there's so much going for it, but it, but it needs to kind of go up a gear. Uh, and, and as part of that, devolution plays a really key role in terms of the the kind of future the the strategy for um the economy the regional economy um, we kind of must ensure that opportunity is available in all four areas of uh south yorkshire i would say all four corners but unfortunately the <laughs> maps are not quite uh aligned in that way um however um, there's kind of three broad areas that i really do want to see uh, in south yorkshire we have a failing public transport system So I want the transport network to be fit for the 21st century. Um, We've got a long time to go in the rest of the 21st century. So I'm not just thinking about the here and now, I'm thinking about the future. Um, I also want to ensure that there's improved opportunities for good jobs and skills development. So um, a lot of the time we do see people struggling to to get by, often working two, three jobs, um, the kind of opportunities for skills and improving uh, your life chances and, and your um future careers there's there's not enough of that in south yorkshire um young people need it but also uh, kind of adults need it and that's why lifelong learning and a kind of a young people's guarantee is a, is a key part of the campaign i'll tell you more about that later and finally um the, the green area so tackling the local impacts of climate change uh south yorkshire in in all kind of uh for um areas has experienced very bad flooding and uh, mm. is always kind of on um is receiving bad weather and extreme weather and kind of facing the impacts of climate change on a local level. And hopefully kind of my vision for that um, is a cleaner, greener, more prosperous uh, South Yorkshire. And that's kind of my vision um, shaped for the future. Uh, And as part of this kind of positive future, we can ensure that there's lots of opportunity um, that South Yorkshire can grow uh, sustainably but also uh, ensure that it becomes a more prosperous region as well. And I know there was a lot of words in that, but essentially South Yorkshire can do better. It is doing well, Mm -hmm. but it just needs to go up a gear.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, first of all, uh, from that, I'd like to focus on um, climate change because you've put out some uh, interesting uh, priorities uh, that you would like to to focus on if you were to become mayor. And, And one of those is measuring all combined authority policies on their green impact. And you you say in the priorities that you want to ensure that all combined authority initiatives and projects are assessed on their environmental and social impact. Now, um, could you give us a bit more of an idea as to what exactly you mean by um, measuring their environmental and social impact?
1: Yeah, of course I can. And there's a lot of stuff going off in uh, the area already, which raise eyebrows. Um, which are very tricky decisions, and mm. the combined authority also has to do that. It's also got a lot of bold decisions to make about, you know, how we're meant to be in a climate emergency. We're meant to be having some emergency, uh, emergency-like approach. Uh, so by measuring uh, the, the policies on the green impact, by looking at the environmental and social impact, we can kind of ensure that um, our transition to net zero is just, um, but also is sufficient. Um, because kind of sometimes the minimum isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to ask the questions in the important areas. And that would involve looking at kind of, what impact is it having on the carbon emissions? What impact is it having on the trees? You know, South Yorkshire, um, 10% of it is a forest. Now uh, we're meant to be part of the Northern forest, but actually there's a lot of potential there. Um, So we need to look at kind of the wildlife as well, the impact Mm -hmm. on the wildlife and the local uh, kind of, you know, habitats, that kind of thing. Um, Are there going to be opportunities for biodiversity? Are there going to be opportunities for people just to enjoy open air? So it's that those kind of things we need to be asking the questions. Excuse me, and um, we need to make sure that that's an inherent part of kind of what the combined authority is all about. So uh, for too long, and this is not just a combined authority thing; it's it's a it's a national global thing. Growth has been looked at in terms of GDP and GDP alone, and mm. kind of per um, per capita kind of things, focusing on. Um, just growth and money but actually it's about so much more we've seen in uh, New Zealand they've got well-being targets we've seen in in uh, Wales they're already measuring things on kind of outcomes and happiness and that's what I want to include but it's going to be social and it's going to be environmental so how is it helping the people of South Yorkshire you know what are their social outcomes but also how is it helping South Yorkshire to become that cleaner greener region that we all want to see
0: mm-hmm, absolutely and uh... One of the things I would be interested on is you mention uh, the amount of South Yorkshire uh, that is um, covered in, in forests and the um, w- w- you want to, um, to, to, to grow the amount of uh, biodiversity and uh, environmentally uh, clean areas. What is your position on um, rewilding, for example? Do you think that that could potentially be something that you'd like to see uh, more of in South Yorkshire the uh, reintroduction of species that have potentially uh, died out whether they be uh, animals whether they be uh, fish mammals or uh, flowers is, is, is that something that you think could have a, a beneficial Absolutely.
1: impact it's happening already Rotherham is, is um, there's so many new wildflowers going off there it's, it's mm-hmm. fantastic to see it brightens Brightens up the area. It brings in uh, that wildlife we'd like to see. And um, I just like to tell you a little story about when I was a beaver in the Scouts. <laughs> it was always a thing. Oh, there's no beavers in England. What a shame! You, know, you can't go and see the animal that you are. But now there is, which is fantastic. Uh, and that's something we should celebrate. Kind of having species back. And um, you know, rewilding is is a big part of that. And actually, um, some some kind of ground is not appropriate for you know standing on and using in that sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's rewild it. And actually it's it's such a efficient impactful way of, of helping make things cleaner and greener because you could be building on it you could be putting sewage on it but actually that's not what we want we want things to be cleaner and greener and mm-hmm. you know, want people to enjoy the outdoor space uh, we want uh, our town centers actually uh Barnsley have already put lots of uh, green spaces and are continuing uh to do that and look at their carbon output in some very concrete concentrated areas mm-hmm. uh, was a mouthful Uh, but actually rewilding is a big part of that it's not just about the rural areas it's about ensuring that kind of we don't just become another concrete jungle that actually green spaces open uh, kind of space is a key part of of, of what South Yorkshire becomes.
0: Absolutely and you mentioned um, both uh, there and uh, in your priorities wanting to ensure that the net zero target is met for South Yorkshire, and you want to commit to uh, maintaining the ambitious target of hitting net zero by 2040. Now, what do you think can be done to ensure that this target is met? Do you think this is going to be having to work primarily with local businesses, local industries, or do you think you're going to have to work with uh, local businesses, industries, and Government, Because, of course, a great deal of um, the net zero target will be related to legislation. Uh, companies may not be uh, willing to, to, to do certain things to uh, make their processes greener if there isn't that legal requirement there. So, so, so what do you think you'll have to do if, if you were elected to meet the net zero target?
1: So the reason why I picked 2040 is because that's set and it's still not that far away i'd love there to be a 2030 target but like i said i'm committing to ensuring that there's significant progress by 2030 we can make so much more of a difference if we just aim for 2030 and and guarantee for 2040 Um if i uh if i over promised i'd under deliver uh, mm. but i'm very much committed to the 2040 figure that the combined authority has put into place i'd love to continue and accelerate the plans and, and it involves a partnership um, you mentioned loads of different ways that it can be done. It's already happened. Barnsley Local Climate Partnership, I'm on it, um, representing the Youth Council. There's, there's people there from Yorkshire Water, people there from uh, local food banks, that kind of thing. Uh, the council are obviously there. The homes, the social homes provider, burns their homes there on it. It's a, it's a multi partnership approach because it's a, it's a problem that affects everyone in, in varying different ways. But actually, you know, everyone's got to be part of the solution. Yes, government needs to legislate. And, and in many ways, they, they are not doing that, but they're trying. And, and I, as mayor, will continue to call them out for the way they've left our region behind, uh, the way they are not supporting our uh, full transition to uh, a low-carbon green economy. But actually, um, everyone's got to do it together. And hopefully, um, by working together, collectively, um, very very strong part of my campaign Um, bringing people together working in that in that multi-partner approach uh, hopefully people can realize actually there's a really serious problem here it is an emergency they've not just said it just to tick a box mm-hmm. it is it's real it's a real problem um but there's three three key areas you've got transport so mm-hmm. obviously better public transport getting people out of cars uh, getting people away from uh, fossil fuels um, in terms of vehicles getting them on to clean things like trains trams buses you know that kind of thing there's housing mm-hmm. where um you know retrofitting is a really key part of that unfortunately uh, south yorkshire does not have uh devolved uh, power over housing it does mm-hmm. over planning so hence why open spaces is kind of a, a key part of uh of my kind of priority to ensure that they're measured on on green impact then also industry and like you said it's very important they are on side because south yorkshire was built on the industrial revolution it's been Mm -hmm. built on mining coal i mean uh, that's that's not good in terms of the coal in Mm -hmm. terms of the environmental impact but it did bring a lot of opportunity you know uh had family members who were proud miners it's 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 built south yorkshire now the, for the region that's given us coal, the region that's given us steel, heavy industry, can now give us the green solutions. It can give us the uh, the wind turbines. It can give us the um, the, the carbon um, removers from the mm-hmm. from the atmosphere. It, it can give us kind of that next phase. It can bring us hydroelectric power from the many reservoirs that are in uh, South Yorkshire. It, it can be part of the green revolution, and I, I would kind of ensure that everyone is part of this next step. Uh, it needs to be a just transition. So 15% of people, and this is a wider figure of Yorkshire and Humber, are in high-carbon jobs. So those mm-hmm. jobs probably won't be around, but that's not to say they've got the skills. Now, I want South Yorkshire to be a hub of opportunity for green green everything, you know, green jobs, mm-hmm. um, green transport, for uh, green initiatives, for uh, green open spaces, everything, everything green. Let's do it. And actually, we do as much as we can to aim for this 2040 target. We might end up being there before it. Uh, And just finally on that point, there's a lot of good stuff going off uh, by the universities. They lead on a lot of local energy research projects. And I want to ensure that the combined authority has their full support, whatever that be, whether it be Mm -hmm. financial, whether it be uh, political, whether it be collaborative, you know, that that kind of approach to working. I want South Yorkshire's low carbon future to be generated in South Yorkshire. And -hmm. that's a really important thing to ensuring that everyone can be part of that. Because if local people can see that actually this has been generated by a, a local professor or by a local industry expert, Um, to benefit the local people, then arguably they will also become part of that process and part of that revolution. And and that's how uh, I want to kind of ensure that South Yorkshire is is cleaner and greener.
0: Mm -hmm. And on the um, green jobs uh, point, as you say in your priorities, you want to ensure that there are more green jobs uh, in the region. What kind of green jobs are you uh, thinking about uh, specifically? Because, of course, a lot of the jobs that people associate uh, with uh, green industry, such as uh, off-sea wind turbines. That's something that wouldn't uh, necessarily apply to South Yorkshire. And and similarly, uh, in terms of um, onshore uh, wind turbines and, and perhaps some of the other green industries might not apply to South Yorkshire. So what sort of green jobs are you specifically thinking about in terms of increasing jobs in green jobs in south yorkshire
1: yeah you're absolutely right uh, some things don't apply to south yorkshire mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit of a problem being stuck in uh, in the middle of the country geographically but actually we have the pennines so there's a lot of wind going off there mm-hmm. uh, but also green jobs is a, is a very it's a very inclusive term there's so many more jobs than you think and the reason why and i've kind of put this in there uh, because i'm worried about these 15 of jobs that's 15 percent of all jobs in yorkshire humber potentially being affected, and a lot of those will be in South Yorkshire, um, It's because I want, I want the economy to grow sustainably and benefit everyone. Now, mm-hmm. I mentioned green jobs being a very vague term. Um, it's quite hard to describe because it literally includes anything that works towards this net zero target. So whether it be somebody building a new train track to ensure that we have green travel uh, and better public transport, that's a green job. And Doncaster is and will continue to to, to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. Any job that works in the railway, that improves it, that kind of builds better public transport, that's a green job. So I want to see Doncaster continue to grow and be the heart of the railway uh, industry. Also, just whilst we're here, I am fully committed to ensuring that Doncaster gets its city status. It ticks every Mm -hmm. single box uh, required and does not have it. Um, It's it's a very big town, has a lot going for it, and I fully back the campaign for Doncaster to be a city mm-hmm. Um also you've got things like um, the, the green cars um electric cars they are being built in lots of different places and um, things like gigafactories I'd really want to encourage them to come to South Yorkshire uh, we have one of the best advanced manufacturing parks in the world mm-hmm. and, and there's so much potential there so if there could be a new gigafactory if um, we've got McLaren there if they could start building these green cars bringing in the new jobs which ensure a sustainable future. Um, I know I've not explained myself exactly right, but essentially any job uh, that's you know, helping us to get that net zero target, I want that to be in South Yorkshire. And I will do my best to encourage that good opportunities, good jobs, good green jobs are on people's doorstep in South Yorkshire.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And in in terms of jobs, you also um, make a commitment to ensuring that there is a better employment charter that applies throughout South Yorkshire. Now what would exactly be in this better employment charter?
1: So I want this charter to be active I want it to be live I want it to be a document that people reference I don't just want it to be a piece of paper I want it to be a department in the combined authority uh, and that that looks like very similar to what Steve Robins done and mm-hmm. burns working on it and actually there is a process um underway to design it it just needs to be signed off it needs to be approved it needs to kind of finish off and I I would ensure that that it it gets out uh, and actually makes a difference. So part of that is tying in, in the same way that we're going to measure the green impacts of Combined Authority, I would like any organisation that gets funding from the Combined Authority to be a living wage employer, to have union representation, to have um, very low workplace accident rates, to not have exploitative workplace practices. Uh, and that has these good standards, that these, these good conditions, and that's how we can incentivize and encourage good practice. Now, mm. on the other hand, by having people who sign up to it and, and continually join it, it won't just be, a, oh, you're part of it, you're not part of it, black and white. It would be a, encouraging people to come along and maintaining this good standard. Like I said, by having a, a department in the, uh, in the combined authority, it can uh, continue to be a, a living document, Whereby employers in, are encouraged and supported to, to deliver good workplace practices, and hopefully that pressure on those who are not doing that well who are seeing uh, organizations win contracts you know get a favorable treatment in that sense and you know attention, hopefully that could work and uh, that's why it's a better employment charter, not a better employment regulation mm-hmm. uh, because regulations are there in place you know we have a lot a lot of good protections for workers um, and actually, um, we need to fight to protect them. That's why uh, I'm very proud to be a union member. Um, very proud of kind of what, what they've achieved. Um, and they need to be a part of it. You know, employees need to be a part of it. Mm. Uh, we have um, local authorities a part of it. We need to have um, community and voluntary uh, sector organisations as a part of it. It's, it's got to be a collective thing. We all need and want a good job uh, that works, that pays well. Uh, and I need to do, I'm going to. Uh, do what I can to to ensure that uh, they exist in South Yorkshire.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'd just like to turn now to um, a cultural initiative um, that you're looking at putting forward, which is a community of culture. Now, we've seen like uh, Hull, for example, has benefited from City of Culture. Uh, Coventry has also benefited from the City of Culture. But your idea is for a community of culture, which is perhaps not quite, not necessarily based uh, around a city, could you just explain what you mean by a, a, a community of, of, of culture initiative that you want to uh, have each year if you uh, become elected mayor of South Yorkshire?
1: So it kind of follows on from some of the ideas uh, that are already taking place in in London and other big cities. Um, they have they call it a borough of culture initiative, of culture initiative but it won't quite work because we've only got four uh, boroughs, mm-hmm. uh, well three boroughs in a city. in uh, in South Yorkshire. And I'd want to ensure that opportunity is in all areas, not just kind of in the towns and the cities and the kind of the hubs uh, that happen. So that's why I call it a community of culture, to ensure that it, it kind of spreads away from where opportunity and culture is normally focused so we have a lot of uh, good towns and villages which need that opportunity so by having the focus on them i'm thinking of places like wanwell Peniston i'm thinking of places like thorn uh, like doran totley uh, i think of places out like wales there's so much going for them if we could focus on them and and ensure that there's cultural opportunities in areas that are a little bit more isolated um then we can ensure that actually everyone can enjoy the the rich history and culture that South Yorkshire has. So it would be built on that kind of premise of a city of culture, but actually um, South Yorkshire is so much more than its mm-hmm. city. There's a lot more going for it in, in these, uh, the rest of it. And actually by having a community of culture, uh, it, it ensures that we can have um, a process that everybody's involved with, that, that everyone can see the benefits and opportunities that it brings and hopefully kind of spread that out Um, across the region to ensure that people are not kind of drawn into the city all the time um, and that there's a chance people can see that actually um, oh I can do this in my local area oh I can see that you know there is something going for me uh, in in this village or town that actually culture's for everybody not Mm -hmm. just people who live within a five minute walk of um, an art gallery in the city or who live next to uh, a theatre or who live next to a like a library or anything like that um you know culture is for everyone and should be and this community of culture initiative and you
0: know really will um prove that in south yorkshire i, I really do want it to work mm-hmm. absolutely and um do you think that in terms of um government funding how would that work in 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 terms of uh, potential money from the government or would you be looking at funding a community of cultures solely Again, from the Go a
1: multi multi partner approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be more than happy to um, give uh, Combined authority money because uh, the great thing about the culture and the arts is that um, it, it reaps reaps rewards so much. Um, uh, you know, if you put so much in, it gives so much more out uh, than uh, than in a lot of other areas. And um, there's also a lot of fantastic organisations out there, uh, organisations such as. Um, Historic England, Arts Council England, Brass Bands England. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have opportunities out there to ensure that there's funding for, for the many. Uh, and that, that's what Labour's about. And, and that's what the Combined Authority should be about, ensuring that there is cultural opportunities for the many, because the culture sector gives so much for the region. It gives so much to our country. So why can it not give so much back uh, and, and be a presence in the in the communities uh, that make up South Yorkshire?
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're coming towards the end of the podcast and it's fantastic to have had you on, Dominic. I think we've covered uh, quite a lot of ground related to your campaign, but I have one final question. We have, of course, looked at South Yorkshire, the policies that you would like to implement in South Yorkshire. But if someone outside of South Yorkshire was coming to the area and they could only visit one place, only one place which place would you make them visit?
1: That is a very tough question. But as, a, as someone who was born and bred in Barnsley, I would love to take them on a tour of the town centre and our fantastic new shopping centre, the Glassworks. Uh, show them the new library, uh, the new bowling centre, uh, everything that it's got going for it. And might, maybe might even uh, take them on a short walk to the Barnsley Football Stadium. Again, a place of history and culture. Uh, you know, I'm very proud to be from Barnsley, and there would not be any other place I would have to be able to take them if there was just the one place. So uh, thank you for the question. Thank you for having me. Um, it's Really good uh, that, that I'm able to kind of share my vision with you. Uh, and if anybody ever wants to either give me a follow on Twitter or ever come to South Yorkshire, uh, Barnsley is the place to be. Uh, South Yorkshire is the place to be. And I really do hope uh, you have a good time uh, if you ever get to come.
0: Fantastic. I completely agree with that. And I can say, having visited Barnsley myself, that it's a magnificent place to go to. If you've not been to Barnsley, make sure to go to Barnsley. Thank you once again for coming on the podcast, Dominic. If people want to uh, find out more about you, more about your campaign, support your campaign, follow your campaign, where should they go to do that?
1: There's, there's three places, um, Facebook is one of them, so I'm just Dominic Jones on there. Twitter is another, Dominic underscore Jones. Or if you just want to keep an eye out for me in the local paper, the regional paper, uh, just keep on uh, keep an eye on Google. If you feel free to just give me a search, Dominic Jones Barnsley or Dominic Jones South Yorkshire, you'll see lots of stuff on there. And if you ever see me in person, feel free to say hello. Uh, I'm all over the country, I'm all over South Yorkshire. Uh, so it'd be really great to, to meet people uh, Wherever possible. So, once again, Will, thank you very much for having me. It really is a privilege to speak to fantastic people like yourself um and, and kind of share my vision. And hopefully, uh, I might uh, be invited back someday. We'll see. Yes,
0: hopefully, hopefully, maybe as the uh, mayor of South Yorkshire, we will have to see. Thank you once again for coming on the podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you've enjoyed it, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbeam, and Amazon Music. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Podcast, like us on Facebook, Podcast, and if you'd like to get in touch with us, whether about appearing on an episode of the podcast, or commenting on an episode that you've listened to, you can do so at the at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, I hope you listen to the next one.